Welcome to The Spiritual Awakener, where you'll hear everyday people's stories of their awakening moments that led them to work with you, the collective. Now here's your host, Susan Kennard. Hi, I'm Susan Kennard, and welcome to The Spiritual Awakener. This is a podcast where I get to interview really cool people that have had a turning point in their life or a spiritual awakening that's led them to help you to heal your life or organize your life or just understand a bit more about who you are. So I'm really excited today for my guest that I actually met in San Diego not so long ago and we're all we're actually um, recording this on the 5th of May 2020 and I happened to meet her just a couple of months ago and her name is Tracy Pay. Tracy welcome so much to the spiritual. Hi hi, Susan I'm so excited but so waiting to do this with you and so we got there we got there (laughs) so we met at the new media summit we had such a great time didn't we? we had we had I mean it just blew my mind yeah, it was such good fun. And, and the New Media Summit is really about podcasts. And, and right. it was the New Media Summit that really got me to think about a podcast. But it's a great place to meet people like you. And we had a great time, didn't we? We, we had did. a great time. We did some lives on, on Facebook and we just really connected. Yeah. And so it's great to have you here and to Thank talk you. about your experience and what you do for people. So tell us, what was a turning point or a spiritual awakening for you? I would say that was when my daughter was born. So my daughter is 17 going on 25 and (laughs) she was born in 2002. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I had to put another human being above myself. (laughs) Wow. I know, right. Being a mother to myself. Yeah. 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 And learning, learning how to like, you know, you might want to do this right now, but you can't do this because you've got this human being whose needs are more important than yours. Yeah. And when I got to that place of maturity, really, I guess is what I would call it place of maturity. Then all of my uh, priorities changed after that. As they, do, course, don't they? as they do and then you know how it all works it's all holistic you know then your mindset changes and yeah. behaviors yeah. change and all that so it's you know just a, a catalyst you know but that was definitely the turning point yeah and people listening you know if you, you obviously a lot of people will be parents they will be mothers or fathers listening and I always say and I'm writing my book and editing it at the moment and part of it there's a line in it and it says all the qualifications and degrees I had nothing taught me more than having children I tell you it's really really true isn't it it's like degrees that you weren't even 100% (laughs) yeah you chose the child but you didn't choose a degree right (laughs) (laughs) and they do teach you a lot about self-love and about who you are and and do you feel it drove you as well do you feel it gave you the drive oh absolutely Yeah. yeah yeah so what did it drive you to Tracy, I know. A few different things. Yeah. <laughs> a few yeah. different things. Obviously, from a financial perspective, you know, when I had her a year later, I found myself being a single mom. Mm. And I had to all of a sudden, you know, look at the situation and go like, it, it doesn't matter how bad I'm feeling, how mm. tired I am, how much yeah. I don't want to do it. I can't afford to not do the thing that I needed to do to make the money. So I could keep a roof over me and my daughter's head. You know what I mean? So that 
that was always the driving factor for me is just, you know, making sure that we had a nice, comfortable home. I didn't want her to, even though I was broke as a joke, you know, I didn't want her growing up feeling yeah. like she was broke. And I, so that really that, drove that's me. That's a really, that's a really key point, isn't it? It's like, I, I'm a single parent, as you know, as well. And I, mm-hmm. I became a single parent when mine were both babies. So two years old and 11 mm-hmm. months. So kind wow. of similar in a way, like, you know, mm-hmm. you just get on with it. But for yeah. those of you listening, it's like, actually, the, the drive of that is the perception as well. The way you perceive the world when you're that young is really key to how you perceive the world later sure. on in life. Yeah. And sure. so it yeah. helps them understand that you don't necessarily have to have a nuclear family, right? Do you? Where it's right. mum, dad, grandparents, you can actually exactly. give those children what they need. and. Mm-hmm. I would say the emotional support is the key, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And just not ever making them feel like, again, like, you know, she was broke or that, you know, we had a bad life or, but at the same time I was realistic too. I, you know, if I felt like crying, you know, and I cried a lot, I'll I'll admit I cried a lot, very stressed (laughs) out, you know, very stressed. You know how it is. It's just, you're just stressed (laughs) all the time. Yeah. And, and I had insomnia. yeah, the sleep thing. thing. Yeah, oh I had, I had, a, I was an insomniac for 15 years. You know, the anxiety oh. that I felt, yeah. and I also have ADHD. Lucky me, yeah. and just the combination of all of that, it caused me to not sleep. You know, and I would just have to take a sleeping pill. And if I didn't take a sleeping pill, I, my body would not shut down till 6:30 in the morning, and I was just this walking zombie. But you know, again, yeah, it's just going back to what I was saying before with the mm. whole tired thing. It's just like it doesn't matter how tired you are. Because you're still going to have to go out and make this money. Because if you don't, you're not going to keep a roof over the head of you and your child. It always came back to that. And so I got to this place where I'm like, if I have to do this anyways, I would rather do it feeling good. Let me tell you something. Organizing when you're tired is brutal. (laughs) And I do this over and over and over and over and over again, right? And, you know, I just basically got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to feel like this. So I had to start really working on my sleep. And that's what led me down the path of understanding stress. and the big role it plays in, in everything, you know, but the financial, going back to your original question, the financial drive was always, was always a big one. I wanted her to also know that this was also life, you know, yeah. that I'm not going to be one of those kind of parents that's just mm-hmm. like going to shove a bunch of stuff in her face, you know, to try to not deal with the, the reality of the situation, which I see all the time in people's yeah. homes. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that. I, and I wanted, you know, her to know that, yeah, I'm stressed out right now and I'm crying and guess what? That's life. Yeah, you know, there's other parents who have disagreed with me on that. Mm. You know, they've said, like, you never want to let your kids see you cry. I'm like, really? Yeah. So basically, I'm teaching them to not be human. That's yeah. the way I saw it. Yeah. You know, so and that's I was a really good point, this. isn't it? It's a really good point. And it's, you know, I brought, I have a daughter, daughter of 12 and a son nearly of 11. And I've always taught him that it is okay for him to be emotional, to cry to have hugs, you know, and I, and I think, especially the reason why I'm saying him is because we tend to do that with girls, oh, but we tend not to do it with boys. And so then we, what have we got a society of, this is quite controversial, but a society of men that mm-hmm. perhaps can't show their emotions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yes, yeah, so if we're bringing them up, we're bringing them up in that sense, aren't we? Where we yeah. can say, actually, mummy might be stressed or daddy might be stressed. 
but that's okay, okay. because we can come back from it. And right, exactly. Can, yeah. These exactly. Which, which yeah. just, it just out of nowhere appeared the something that I always tell my clients around organizing is ties into what you just basically said, which is I tell people it's not about staying organized 100% of the time. It is about getting how quickly can you get back to being organized. If yes. you know, you go out for vacation, you come home, you just throw your luggage there, your clothes are spread out for like maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, cause you got so busy, you got so busy or whatever, but San Diego. You know, yeah, yeah, bringing so the case yeah, home from San Diego. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. A, what a, and you know, you, you, you know, I, that just, that just to say something about that, how funny was it that we were in this little tiny bubble of positivity yeah. Little oh. did we know what was going on around us with the COVID. Well, we had a sense it was about ready to break. It just started, hadn't it? This it just started. Weird it stuff. just started. Like we're we're interviewing um at in May 2020, and so this was kind of March 2020. And um, those of you that listen to it now will know obviously what's happening in the world, and and we are restricted and all over the world we're restricted and staying in, and you know having yep. to go within really, you know spiritually yep. having to go within big awakening but at the time i mean my family were like don't go you know like don't oh really plane. oh yeah because i was coming from england to, to san diego right but when we got into the conference yeah literally we just all with i would say within half a day everyone was just in that space of who we really are totally which is incredible beings here to make a difference to people it was incredible yeah. and when i walked out of it you might have seen my my video where i was at san diego airport and i was like oh my god can you see <laughs> this right and it was it was the middle of the night or whenever it was you know in the uk but and and so it's just funny isn't it that we can actually do that so we can actually yeah. have it in and tracy's going to talk now about what she actually does to help you but when we're in this is a really great time for us to go within and then look at our surroundings. So yeah, Tracy, tell us what you do and how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> I am a certified professional organizer. I also do feng shui and I'm also a productivity coach, but I'll talk mostly about uh, organizing and how it's relating to what's going on right now, which is, let me just tell you, I know we have a pandemic going on right now. From the bottom of my heart, I truly feel like this is such a blessing for the entire world. And the reason why I can feel that way with so much confidence is because to me, what the world is going through is exactly what my clients go through during the organizing process. It's the same That's thing. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's the same yeah. thing. And wow, I know what comes funny. out on the other side of this. You know, that's why when I'm working with my clients, usually they come to me, they come to me in a place of overwhelm. That's the main reason why people call me is because they get overwhelmed because they're yeah. stressed out and they literally shut down the executive function of decision-making in the frontal lobe of their brain. Wow. Right. And then those, you need to make a bunch of decisions yeah. when you organize. Right. So it's like you're like you're a chicken with your head cut off situation. Yeah. So when they come to me, they are already overwhelmed. But they are in a place where they're like, something happened, some sort of trigger happened that put them in a place of like, they had to finally face reality wow. yeah. and deal with what's going on right in front of them instead of putting the and, blinders on. And so I you're mean, talking about someone's house, I'm so where they're living, yeah. their room, their... Something, just something. something. It could be just as something as simple as 
they realize they're really not getting good sleep at all because their bed, they haven't replaced it in 30 years. Yes. You know, or they climb into the sheets and every time they climb into the sheets, and now I'm tying in some feng shui here, but every time they climb into the sheets, the sheets feel itchy Mm. or there's stains on them or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to Hawaii. Well, of course, that wouldn't be happening right now, but let's just pretend like that's possible. (laughs) And they are going to Hawaii and uh, that wasn't a good good example. They're going to London and they need a passport, okay? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. they're trying to, you know, gather all their stuff before they go. And they don't know where their passport is and they miss their plan or something like that. You know what I mean? Or a kid breaks his leg or something usually happens that makes that person say, okay, the way that I have things set up in my home is not going to work for me anymore. And usually Mm -hmm. it's because they've made this connection between how stressed out they are. They don't even know the next step to take, right? And they're feeling very inefficient and ineffective in their lives and their energy levels are down. It's just, they almost like most of my clients have to get to almost like a rock bottom before they're willing to call and ask for my help, which is sad, but yeah. I get it. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm the way too. I don't no, raise that's the right right. Easy. because that's similar to me, you know, working as a trauma specialist and, you know, working holistically, people have tried this, 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 and this, and this, and then they find me. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, like yeah. with you, it's different. Like they, they've done everything. They've tried mm-hmm. everything. And this is a yeah. great time to listen to this guys, because if you are in that place where you're looking around you and you're thinking when this is all over, because it's going to change, it's going it to be over at some yeah. point and your kids go back to school or you go back to work, whatever work is, you go back to seeing people going shopping, doing all the stuff you've got to do do you want to walk back into that environment in the same way? And before we started recording this, I was saying to Tracy that I normally would get someone to do my decorating for me, um, but I've been stripping the wallpaper off in my room, (laughs) (laughs) which I never normally would do. So it's things like that, that, you know, you're looking at it and saying, well, this needs to change. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, absolutely. And what I really love about right now is Mm -hmm. that, people are proving to themselves that they can organize on their own. Yeah. And that's a message that I really try to drive home into my clients is that it's not that you can't mm-hmm. organize on your own. It's just, you don't know what to do. Yeah. You and, might not be brought up that way. You know, you might not have been brought up to organize yourself or your life yeah. chaotic early, early days. Mm-hmm. And therefore then you, you just kind of get on with it and do it and, and live every day. And what I'm kind of getting here intuitionally is it's about food as well. Like you might not do that, but if you look at what you put in your body, oh, I haven't got Mm -hmm. time to do that. I haven't got time to do that. It's when your life is so full, yeah, you know, and it's just like that's put on the back burner. I love the the case analogy, like the suitcase, and you just leave it there like for a week, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I don't need that clothes, so I just leave it there, and it just stays in the bedroom. Yeah, and let me tell you what that all translates into. At the end of the day, if you just think about it from this perspective, it's super easy and very motivating when you think of it like this. Yeah. Everything, and I'm using feng shui principles now, but this is not a feng shui principle. Everything is energy. That is a fact. That is not fru fru lala. That is not just feng shui. That is a fact that everything is energy. Energy is vibrational, as you know. Yes. And we're just going to say, for simplicity's sake, low, mid, high energy. Okay. We'll just, you know, just mm-hmm. say low, low to high, low to high energy. So the deal is, is that you want to, in your home, not just in your physical, like in your home, home where you live, but in your home, in your mental home, in your emotional home, in your, yes. in your body home, all, all of your environments where you live, right? Yes. You mm-hmm. want to have it vibrating as high as possible. 
because the higher that vibration is, the better things are going to feel, the better they're going to function. You feel clear. You feel, you feel clear. Yeah. You feel more engaged. You feel mm -hmm. more creative. Productive. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I work mm -hmm. in a lot of people's, a lot of people's home offices mm -hmm. and it's amazing how their productivity starts to soar immediately after so we money. clear more the space or money. Yeah. And that's the thing is that in feng shui, every part of your home is associated with an, a, a part of your life. Yes. So as an example, when you walk in through your front door, I follow the BTB version of feng shui, which is a westernized version mm -hmm. of feng shui. And they use the Bagua map, yes. which is simply like a, you can look it up, Bagua, B-A-G-U-A, Bagua mm -hmm. map. And it's like a rectangle with nine squares and you lined it up from your front door. And based on that map, if, you, if you're standing, you can envision this in your mind right now. If you're standing mm -hmm. at your front door this is great. and you're looking at you, into your house, mm -hmm. the upper left-hand corner of the house, usually that's where like the backyard would be, you know, or, you know, it's the back yeah. half of your mm -hmm. house, okay? Mm -hmm. That is the money corner of the house. Okay, yeah. The money mm -hmm. corner. And is that upstairs? So I have a, a Victorian house that's three stories. So would that be in every one of those Everyone. rooms? Yeah, in that same space, wow. yeah. And feng shui can be done in uh, per room. It can be done for the entire house and it can also be done for the entire house plus the landscaping around it. Wow. But when we're talking about just the house, the yeah. prosper, the money corner is in the upper left-hand corner of your house. Yeah. So, so if you listen to this, guys, think about it, visualize it in your mind, come into the, the front door of the house and the upper left yeah. is where your money corner is. So have a yeah. look at that money corner do you have some old rubbish bin there? Do you, we call it rubbish here in the UK. Do you have a trash bin there? Do you have, that. oh, it's waste paper basket. That's right. Yeah. Waste paper <laughs> basket there. Um, do you have, oh, I don't know, a pile of laundry. Do you have a drawer that needs sorting out? That kind of thing, right? Totally. Yeah. Anything, and here's an even easier way to think about it. Anything that when you look at it, it doesn't make you feel good. Because yeah. and because your thoughts and your emotions are also energy. Those also carry yeah. a vibrational charge. And yeah. I tell you what, the first thing I do when I work with clients, when I walk through their house, we do, I call it the walk and talk. And what I'm looking for is something very specific, but I don't tell them what I'm looking for until yeah. the very end of this walk and talk. Right? Yeah. What I'm looking for is how many times they say the word hate. Wow. If they, that's the more specific one, but also when they express any kind of negative emotion. Yeah. I, yeah. I find a lot of that is in women's clothes, closets, by the way, okay. where they right. express the most hateful energy. Yeah. But if you're looking, if they're walking through and they're we're in the money corner and they say, oh, I hate that couch over there. My husband's been in my husband's family and I can't get, get him to get rid of it. And it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Those are all low vibrational thoughts. And guess what that's going to do? It's going to energetically imprint in the money corner of your house and affect your money. That's how it works. It's that simple. So, so we're when you're now going to run, don't don't come off this. Don't listen. Don't stop listening to this um, podcast. But we're all going to run after this podcast. Go and check our money corners. So oh, absolutely, and I hope amazing. so. This is amazing. So can you do the love corner as well? Love so corner, yes. Yeah. And that's the other corner. Whenever I'm describing this, those are the two corners that I mentioned the most because those, those, you know, those seem to be the big ones. Most people want improvement in is relationships, money, and then the health corner. And the health corner is actually, even though it's not in a corner corner, they yeah. call it corners and feng shui. It's in the middle of the house. That's the health of the health corner is in the middle of the house. Right. But the relationship corner is the upper right hand corner of your home. So again, if you're standing at your front door, yeah. you upper right hand corner of your home, that's the relationship corner. 
And you know what's hilarious to me? When I work with a single woman whose closet yeah. is in the relationship corner of her house. Oh my God. And when I teach her what Mine I just isn't. said, Mine the feng shui yeah. and that how it you know, yeah. connects mm -hmm. and that's probably causing problems in her you know, dating world or whatever, you wouldn't believe how fast she starts pushing clothes. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. And she's like, I've held on to this for 20 years. I'm like, oh really? Let me blow your mind a little bit. And next thing you know, there's five bags at the front door. Yeah, just, it was a yeah. change in perception, you know? And when she, mm. when that's how I get my clients, that's why I'm so effective at getting my clients to get rid of stuff. With, with them doing it easily on their own not yeah, not with me yeah. standing over there judging them or making them feel yeah. bad or anything it's they they easily come to that conclusion when they make that energetic connection see and it's and, and for me what i'm listening is empowerment like mm. i always find knowledge is so important like we're listening to you this is one of the best podcasts i'm loving it oh, so so yeah. basically i'm listening to you well of course it's right up my street so that really helps but <laughs> yeah. it, but if you listen to this, guys, and you feel to yourself like there's this box somewhere, or I know definitely when, we, when I moved into this house, I pretty much, I unpacked pretty much within, you know, sort of three or four months, everything was, was nice. unpacked. But nice. I'd done a lot of that before I moved. So I'd, mm -hmm. I'd done so much clearing of old stuff before I moved. So I didn't have as much to clear. But I know that some people take nice. everything with them. Everything. The house. Oh, yeah. So I don't have any boxes of removal stuff that I have to. Oh, we've been here just over a year. Bravo. But I know that in my old house, when I moved, there was still a box from when I'd moved in 11 years previous. Mm. And that stayed on your mind, didn't it? You thought about that box, maybe not all know, the time. But it was energetically there. Energetically yeah. there. Yeah. And that's what people don't realize is that people get to a place in their home where they put the blinders on and there's no judgment by saying that. It is a pure survival mechanism. You have yeah. got to do what you got to do. Just get through the day, especially when you have two, three, four kids, whatever. You've got a four or five bedroom house, you know, and you've, the kids are in soccer and then you got this and you got that. And da, 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 da. It's just, you know, there's a lot more Tiles. going on. Mm. yeah and people just at some point have to put the blinders on to be like you know what i would love to repaint my wall right now yeah. but i've got this 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 and then it gets pushed down to the bottom right people start getting to that place where they're really when they're willing to take those blinders off mm. and when they're willing to just do something in their house and let me tell you something there's nothing more powerful than just getting started that is the hardest part yes, of getting you. organized mm -hmm is get is the start getting started yeah. part but once you get started and you build yeah. momentum it's much easier and i tell people if you're going to get started doing this on your own yeah. um, the, the easiest place to start for most people mm -hmm. is their own clothes closet that's the easiest yeah. place for most people to start yeah. because especially yeah. if they're living in the house with several people right yeah. all mm -hmm. those other places there's other people that you have to think about when you're making decisions in that spot but when it comes to your own clothes, usually it's, yours. Mm -hmm. it's just yours. Mm -hmm. So the decisions are easier. And then once you've made some progress in there, you're going to feel better. Your stress levels are going to come down. Your energy levels are going to go up and it's going to give you more, wow. more oomph to mm -hmm. start doing other parts of your house. And that's what's happening to people right now. We got the call um, that the schools were closing. I got the call and it was on the Thursday and the Friday we picked up our puppy. And then on the weekend, weirdly, I went through... I have like a whole wall of closet, right? And I went through my closets that Did weekend. You? So weirdly, and that was right at the start of this shutdown. And I just naturally just did it. 
You just naturally did it. Naturally did it. And I, I didn't yeah. have any You're really in tune with your environment. That's that's a sign of you being very in tune with your environment. Yeah, I think, I mean, I get a lot of guidance. So, I mean, I I think that, but what I, what I want to say is that if you're listening to this and you feel kind of really overwhelmed, you're maybe not sleeping. The kids, in my case, go to bed really late and get up late. You don't have, don't feel like you have a lot of time. What is the one thing that perhaps in your bedroom, because bedrooms are to me sacred. Oh, so yeah. in your bedroom, what is mm-hmm. the one thing you can change? And what would you say, Tracy, if someone was looking around their bedroom, what, yeah. what would be a key thing for them? Oh, gosh, there's so many angles I so can go many, here right? because it's yeah. really, it really well, just let's do money. Let's do, let's do, I know we've got the money corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But what would, what would be an example of um, something to change? Okay, let me just tell you this. I will tell you what I have found mm. usually makes the biggest, <laughs> usually <laughs> makes the biggest, creates the biggest energetic shift the fastest okay. is when you move furniture. Oh, wow. When you move furniture. Sometimes I'll be working yeah. with somebody in their bedroom. Okay, going back yeah. to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And let's just say that person has a very difficult time changing things. Like they have a difficult time getting rid of stuff or whatever. I'll just make a super tiny change and I'll be like, how about we kitty corner your dresser, which, you know, it's just like blows their mind. Like kitty corner, which just happened here. And I'm like, kitty, kitty corner is when you take your furniture and you put it um, sideways. Oh, like, sideways. maybe, yeah. So maybe like you take like your dresser and maybe you've had it up against the wall, but now you mm-hmm. kind of put it in a corner and have it sideways. Mm-hmm. And it adds a different something to the bedroom. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It does. It does. And that one little shift, I can't even begin to tell you what it will do to all of a sudden the energy in the room. And next thing you know, the person I'll come back maybe the next session where they can barely purge at all. And next thing you know, they, again, they've got the five bags waiting at their door, you know, or they'll say, they'll say, Oh, my husband, um, all of a sudden out of nowhere, just went into his closet and started purging all of his pants. I didn't say anything. Let me tell you something. That is my little secret trick for wives when working in in their spaces with their husbands. And I'm like, you're not going to tell your husband my little, my little trick here. My little trick is, is that you don't have to nag your husband to do this. Even if he's totally against this, which really sucks. But if, even Mm. if he doesn't want any part of it, it's okay. He doesn't have to do anything because let me tell you what's going to (laughs) happen. You're going to start making the changes and it's going to have a catalytic energetic effect to it, which it always does. Mm. And it affects everybody in the house. Not only that, it could affect your neighbors as well. I've seen that happen. Right. Mm. And the next thing you know, you're going to start be cleaning up all your areas and there's something about it. I think it's competitiveness with men where all of a sudden <laughs> they're stuck, their mess starts standing out more. And then they start to, in their minds like, Oh my God, my wife is doing all this stuff and I'm kind of not doing anything and I better yeah. step it up. And then they start doing stuff and the wife doesn't even ask them to do it. You know, it's, it happens so much that yeah. I have my, it's my own little secret trick. That I, you know, I notice so, that when I work with people and they heal their vibration and emotionally mm-hmm. what's going on, yep. their family changes. That so crazy? that's so that cool. Works? That makes total, yeah. total sense to me. So can I ask you a question? It's basically for my own help here, but I'm sure it will help everyone else. Mm-hmm. I started stripping my wallpaper in my room and it's an old Victorian house. Do you know what they're like? Mm-hmm. Victorian yeah. houses in England. Yeah. Gorgeous. So they quite often had things like wood chip paper. You know what that mm. is. So I'm stripping it off. Takes forever. And now I look at the walls in my bedroom. And I'm like, oh god, it looks so awful. The walls mm. because all you've got is the residue of 
it needs plastering, right? And it needs redecorating, which will mm. happen when we can start getting people in. When you look at that, what happens? What happens when, you know, you wanted to kind of, I wanted to clear it. I wanted to get rid of this old energy of this old paper. But what's left behind when I look at it is not nice. So what happens then in your energy? What, what would happen? Gosh, there's so much I could say about this. I wish we right. had another two hours for this oh. stuff. But um, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let me see. First of all, let me start it from one angle here that bravo to you that you did it mm -hmm. and you're allowing yourself, even though it's driving you crazy, but you're yeah. allowing yourself to sit in the in-between stage. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. Because I can see the light, you know. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and that I, I can visualize it. I can see how it's all going to Perfect. Look. See, yeah. and you see how yeah. different that energy is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just I just talking. Every time I go to bed, I'm like, oh, look, that's going to look right. stunning. Instead of, <laughs> instead of looking at that wallpaper and going, oh, I got to do something about this. I got to do something about this. I got to yeah. do something about this. Which is where it was. It Which was is where it was, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. even though the energy you're sitting in right now is mm -hmm. uh, not the vibration that you want to be at, you want to be, yes. be at the vibration where you look at it and you're like, it's completed. Because yeah. that's a very hybration, high vibration is when mm. you can look at something and go, it's done, or I love yeah. it and I use it. Those yeah. are very high vibrations to achieve. Yes. You're not there yet, mm. but it, you are not in the vibration of, I got to do something about this. I got to do something about this. It's almost yeah. like the difference between apathy and anger. You know, if we're looking at the yeah. emotional scale, right? Yeah. When you're in apathy, you're not doing anything, right? Yeah. And you that vibration like, oh, is much lower. And anger is is... The next yeah. the next level up and even though anger is not ideal it's still a higher vibration than apathy i get that so that's okay. kind of where you're at you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah. and good for you because one of the strategies that i teach my clients i call it the at least strategy at least is, that. at yeah. least, at least. Mm -hmm. and i tell you it has saved me so many times in my life i can't even begin to tell you when i came up with that and then i started practicing i used laundry as my first example and it's just like it made that whole process easier and then i started applying it to dishes and i started applying to everything i can think of what is the least that i can do yeah. and that what that does is it starts the process that's that's what i'm saying that's a very powerful energy to be in is starting yes right and being willing to deal with the chaos in the meantime because anytime you make any kind of change especially when you're organizing just yesterday oh my gosh just yesterday in my own house yeah in my own house i just wanted to make one little tiny change i wound up going into six different spaces in my house to make that one change because once you start then that thing needs to go over there mm -hmm. and that thing that went over yes. there needs to go that's how it works right yeah. so if you're willing when you start the process, it doesn't matter what you do, but if we're talking organizing, mm -hmm. if you're willing to at least start the process and deal with the chaos, I promise you that it's going to feel so much better. I love Even it. though it's going to not feel great, mm -hmm. it's going to feel much better than being in that place of indecision yeah. and procrastination. Or disconnect in a way, isn't it? It's like, you know, if you yeah. see something for so many and you go, oh, like that Sophie you were talking about in someone's yeah. house, in the money corner, it's like, oh, I hate that, I hate that, I hate right. that. So you're just putting that, you're disconnecting from a possibility. Yeah, That's I love it. that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you're, you know, you've got that, you've got, so I had a possibility. Mine was, I literally visualized it one night. I'm like, and a day later, I got up eight in the morning and I'm like, peeling it off as I'm, I'm not even out of my bed. And I'm like peeling this wallpaper off. That. So That's how quickly you can change something. And I think if oh, you're absolutely. listening to this, you are so ready 
to change mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. just your shoes, your closet, your bedroom, okay. the whole of your house. And just a little so, thing can change everything. So we're not finishing, Tracy, but I want people to, because <laughs> I could talk to you for ages. What's your website? How can they get hold of you just now in this moment? Okay. So my website is missorganized.com. So it's M-I-S-S organized. <laughs> I want a D at the end of it. That took me 15 years to get that URL. I'm very proud of that one. <laughs> and uh, that's my website. There is a contact form on there under free consultation, phone consultation you could fill mm-hmm. out. I have virtual coaching that I'm offering uh, on my website. So there's, uh, let me see, what is it? Missorganized.com forward slash DIY with Missorganized. That yeah. You can learn a little bit about my virtual coaching services and how you, know, you could do, like I said, you could do this. You can do this. I promise yeah. you can. You just need the plan. So you follow my plan. You use your hands and it will be done. Yeah. And uh, they can also find me on social media, Facebook uh, at Missorganized San Diego and Instagram is also Missorganized. Brilliant. And we, in England, we um, say with an S, misorganized, but you spell it with a Z. So I just want to put that clear. Thank you. Yeah. That actually made that clear for me too, because I've seen it like that before. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) happening here? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) But we, but we do. And uh, so I just wanted to say that, I mean, actually my audience is, is worldwide, but if they're listening to this perhaps on my Facebook or something like that, when they're watching the video or on my YouTube, remember it's got a Z in it and not an S. So organized, yes. not in the UK way of spelling it for some reason, Thank you we'll spell for it that way, but with a Z in case of misorganized. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what else do you want to say about this? It's so cool. It's just like such okay. a best conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think so. I love talking about this stuff, yeah. you know, because More not only passion. are we talking about energy, but we're actually just, incre- we're increasing our energies just talking about energy. Isn't that ironic, yeah, right? Absolutely. I mean, I can just feel like my body is humming right now. And, yeah. and that is going to just translate to the rest of my day. It's just the yeah. way that it works. And, yeah, you know, so a couple of things I want to say about that, continuing on to the wallpaper. But what I just said was, that's how you want to have the energy in your home is you want the energy to vibrate as high as possible yeah. so that you, cause you know, you can feel it. You can, you know, everybody knows when they walk into a space and they're like, Ooh, it doesn't feel good in here. Or you walk into a space and you feel like you can stay there all day. I yeah. tell people that one of the biggest clues that we have changed the energy, two big clues, yeah. when we have changed the energy in the house and maybe they're not feeling it yet, but yeah. they, I'm like, look at your animals. So first of all, the animals will start acting a little bit differently or they'll start going into like a different space that they normally go into and relax. And I'm like, okay, so that's one sign the energy has changed. The other sign is if they have guests come over and if you see the guests just sitting there and they put their arms up on the back of the couch like this and they're just, and they start talking about how comfortable and how good it feels in there. Then, you know, I, anytime anybody's ever come to my house, that's the first thing they say. They walk in the house like, oh my God, it feels so good in here. I'm like, yeah. I know. That's intentional. <laughs> I actually get that as well. Not now, obviously, because we're, we're social distancing. But I always got that before in my old yeah, house. Back in the day. And it's like, yeah, back in the day. Do you remember those times? <laughs> um, so we see that and they say, oh, it's just something about the energy. Yeah. Else, mm-hmm. Right? And but I don't want to leave. And yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and, and I thought that's a good sign. about my guides and all of the beautiful beings that work with me. But it could have been also about the colors, about oh the, the colors, yeah. Colors play a huge yeah. role. That's that's let's part of what I do. Let's talk about yeah. Colors. Let's talk about colors. So let's see. You know, 
I will just tell you the main colors. Here's the, here's the colors that apply to getting some results in your life, okay? So in the, in the money corner of the house, the colors are purple, green, and golds. But I will tell you that the most effective color I've used in the money corner is purple. I have seen that produce results so fast. Something simple as like a candle or a pillow. It's really spiritual as well, isn't it? Yeah, and if you think about it, the reason, the reason for that is because, because purple has an energetic charge to it that is connected to royalty. Because back in the no. day when purple became uh, a thing, you know, because, mm. uh, you know, we didn't all go through our life, the entire life, you know, wearing, we didn't have purple clothes, you know, at some point, purple <laughs> became a thing in clothes. And when it became a thing, it was only for the royalty. So purple became associated with the royal kind of vibe, right? So it has this energy of wealth to yeah. it. So putting purple in that color, in that corner is very effective. In the relationship corner, the colors are red, pink, and white. Again, you don't have to go and paint your walls red. In fact, you've got to be very careful when you use colors because colors have vibrational charge to them. So red, as an example, is like uh, when you think about a bull, right? Yeah. Charge. They've got the red mm -hmm. thing. The matador's got the red yeah. thing. It's because that has an energy with it that's an excitable Drawing. charge energy, right? Mm -hmm. So you would never want to put that in your bedroom, just like a red wall, because that's excitable mm -hmm. energy and that's not the energy vibration you want to be in when you sleep. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But if you say like have an office, that would be a great color to use on the wall yeah. because it's, you know, gets everybody excited. The other colors that I like to use are the, like the nature colors, mm -hmm. like browns and just grounding colors that when you look at them, it feels like soft, like you want to go and just relax in that bed. And I use that more specifically. I use grounding techniques when I'm working with kids in their spaces, especially ki kids who um, are in a divorce situation. Because when you like use the color green as an example, even though that's a nature color, that's a color you want to be careful with, like in a kid's bedroom if they're going through a divorce. Somebody needs to hear this, by the way. I don't know who yeah, is for this. Somebody needs to hear this. Because uh, green represents change, right? In nature, it represents change. Well, yeah. this kid's already going through enough change. They need a stabilizing force. Mm -hmm. So if they have a green bedroom, they're just like constantly not being able to get settled. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you hear that guys, like if your child is having, you know, like going through perhaps, um, some difficult times in the family or, you know, having to deal with a lot of change, which might be now actually, yeah. then green's not the best color. Green's not the best color. And just, again, it's, you know, the way I treat feng shui, the easiest way to do it, it can get really, really complicated and fufu lala, but the, the way I treat it is um, intuitiveness. Like that's why I like BTV is because it, it's a more of an intuitive based kind of approach instead of the other, other approaches, which are like compass methods where you literally yeah. take out a compass. But this one to me has more of an intuitive nature to it. So, yeah. you know, you got to think about your home as like a vision board, right? And so vision boards are the idea behind it is you put the image in front of you and you yeah. keep thinking about that. Mm. And that is going to translate into your, your outer world, right? You're going to yes. create, create that, right? So yeah. you want to start looking at your home, like every area of your home and asking yourself, okay, that's the money corner of my house. And I see nothing but uh, d dishes that are piling up and, you know, stained forks and a dead plant. And there's no food in my fridge. Yeah. And maybe your money corner is where your, your, your kitchen is, right? And if you're seeing all that, that's not going to produce uh, prosperous thoughts, Amazing. Right. Yeah. So, but then you can look at it and go like, you know what, you know what make me feel real. I went to this, my friend's kitchen. And when I was in there, she had these like white cabinets, so, you know, that's would be very expensive to do, but she has white and it just made me feel so it felt so elegant and so rich and so royal. 
that's the feeling you want, right? And when you have that feeling in the money corner, guess what's going to happen? It's just going to happen. So that's why, you know, if you just kind of think about intuitively in every space, what you want, Mm. and if your environment is reflecting what you want, and if it's not, make the changes. It could be something as simple as the colors, changing the furniture, adding a plant, adding a crystal, water features. It really depends upon the space in the house. But simple little things that when you look at them, it makes you feel better. And that's all you need to be concerned with. That's perfect. Does it make you feel better? What about um, just children's bedrooms again? So if you uh, say my daughter, she finds it really hard to go to sleep in her own room. Okay, she's 12. Mm. And she finds it really difficult to go to sleep in her own room. And yes, she has a really beautiful room, right? Mm -hmm. It's really lovely. But it's got grey. It's got grey... Yeah, it's brown, kind of beigey, warm, lovely carpet. Sounds awful, but it's really nice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and clear rooms, like it's kind of like light colours in the room and wardrobes and so on and her furniture. But she's got a grey duvet set. Do you, what do you feel about that? What do you feel you about grey is, is one of those colours that I'm always mixed about it, about mm. greys, because technically in feng shui, greys fall into the cool colour family. So that's the color that you want to avoid in the bedroom when you are in a relationship. Yeah, you don't want yeah. those cool colors in your bedroom because it might create, it, it kind of is weird because you're like, but I want this kind of like Zen-like spa-like feel, yeah. which mm-hmm. is true. But are you planning on, sorry to be so crude, but are you planning on not having sex anymore in your life? Because, you know, are you going to just be zen out? What you know, about white? What about white? That's another color, you know, that is just like, it can go either way. You know, it can create, Mm -hmm. it can, you know, the way that you have it set up, it could be perceived by some as being sterile. And that's why I'm saying is that it's intuitive. You know, I don't care what the book says, Mm -hmm. you know, if you walk into a space and the book says, put your couch this way and you sit on the couch, face the way the book says, and it doesn't feel right to you. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't do it. I love white. And to be honest, and I love gray. I do. I love love both of it. I love back to your kid's uh, bedroom really quick. Cause there might be some other things that are going on there. So a couple things is one, uh, does she have any clutter in her room at all? Anything under her bed? No. No. Okay. Is her um, bed with the window right behind her head? Oh, it's in front of her. So she would be looking at. Oh, okay. That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Is there any other way to turn the bed in in the bedroom? No. Okay. Have you asked her? Doesn't, doesn't like the energy in there. (laughs) Okay. And that's fine. No, that's totally fine. That's why I'm asking you these Mm -hmm. questions because it could be a very simple solution and, and thank God that she's sensitive to that. Oh, she oh is. my God, that is so yeah. beautiful that she, she yeah. got that. That is yeah. amazing. Okay. Yeah. So you really got to honor that as you already know, obviously. Yeah. But I will tell you that there's so much I can say here, but there's three organizing styles. Okay. This was identified in a book called Organizing the Disorganized Child. Just amazing book that really changed the way I work with clients. But one of the styles, uh, organizing styles she identifies is called cozy slash spatial. That is what I predominantly am. People who are more cozy spatial mm-hmm. tend to be the ones who are more um, energetically aware of their environments. They're more mm-hmm. sensitive to their environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why you know the book is basically about learning your style and how to set up your environment to reflect mm-hmm. the way your style is so that it works for you. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So going back to your child and knowing that she's energetically sensitive, one of the main questions I ask kids right from the beginning, as soon as I walk into the room, there is, this, is, this is the question I start with. What do you like and what don't you like? And yes. just let them start talking. 
And you would be surprised what comes out of your kid's mouth when you I ask asked that to that and we got rid of um so the door is to the right so she can see who would be coming in the door and before that she had a something in the way of that so we got rid of that oh nice um, which yeah. is great um and so now she can see and the doors open and she can see you know if someone was coming in oh, that's, that's one so of the things and yeah. then another thing was a piece of furniture she didn't like so we ah. so i did ask her that question good I did ask okay. her that question um but yeah i'm going to ask her again and i'm going to say what what other things do you not want in there and we can yeah do that and it, it could be you know the, i i remember talking to some kid i got an opportunity to teach a month of organizing at a the Winston School in Del Mar, which is a school that caters to children who um, have, you know, challenge. They're gifted children, but they have, you know, educational oh. challenges or learning disabilities. That's amazing. And uh, yeah, and it was a very, yeah. very amazing experience. And I remember, and these are very sensitive children. And yeah. this one particular child I was talking to, I asked that question, "Hey, what's working? What's not working?" She goes, "You know, my carpet feels like glass." When I walk on, it broke my heart, Susan. It broke my heart. And and what broke my heart even more about that is that once I helped her become aware of what she didn't like, and she went back to her mom and said, hey, this is what's not working for me. And this is what I need in order to, you know, improve these things. Her mom wouldn't do anything. Her mom wouldn't do anything. And that's the thing is that your kids, I'm not saying you, but in general, Mm -hmm. kids, Mm -hmm. they absolutely have an opinion about their bedroom. They absolutely do, Mm -hmm. but they don't share it usually with their parents Mm -hmm. most of the time because they don't have a say a lot of time. So when you give your child the ability to have the say in their bedroom over as much as you most possibly can, where their bed is placed, the colors that they use, the Mm -hmm. furniture that they have, blah, 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 blah then yeah. you are going to empower them in their room. And the more empowered yeah. they are in their room, the more of a chance that they're going to keep it clean and organized because they yeah. want to, Yeah. because it, that's, yeah. that's their little domain. Right. Yeah. And I'm that's even talking thing. about not even uh, having like any of your stuff in their bedroom. A lot of times yeah. I'll see parents mm-hmm. have their extra coats that they don't wear winter yeah. coats, mm-hmm. you know, stuck in their kid's closet. And then the kid never feels complete ownership over that bedroom because mm-hmm. their, their parents' mm-hmm. stuff is still in there. You know, so and they can walk in at any moment. Be in a position to have, like, you know, some kids might not. I mean, mine do have their own room each, but you know, some children do have to share rooms. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, tricky. Absolutely, you have to do what you have to do. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. But as yeah. much as you can, give them yes. ownership in their bedroom. Some empowerment, some autonomy to kind yeah, of choose a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm definitely going to go back to her and say, look, let's look around your room yeah. and you know, decide. And I was going to tell you too, um, that it may be about adding some elements rather than taking things away. It might be about adding elements. One thing that came into my mind, I, I'm intuitive too. I don't always get, get it, but a little thing that came into my mind was um, a <laughs> salt lamp. Oh, you know what salt lamps are? Salt lamps have a, what is it? It's the opposite. So ocean, they're like oceans, right? So oceans give off negative ions. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. to balance the positive ions it's it's backwards mm-hmm. it sounds backwards but that's the way it is so salt lands give off negative ions right which could help to balance the energy in the room okay so that's that's one thing so i can put that in her room yeah her bed itself does she like her bed yeah i mean she has a new bed i mean i tried that whole thing of okay, like good. She goes what about the uh then the duvet and all that stuff she likes she likes the feel she of that Mm-hmm. you know one thing i i mean this is going to be this would be a huge switch but i i'll say as a last resort sometimes it's where the bedroom is located itself i so, think it could be something to do with that 
Yeah. yeah. So become, like, for instance, you never want to put your kid in the, in the front room of the house as closest to the front doors. Later in life, they might enjoy that because it might be kind of like their own little studio for them. But when they're younger, don't do that. Because it's on back it's, the house. But, back of the house. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Um, so sometimes um, it's the location. But, you know, you could add the elements. You could add crystals. Don't yeah. put any kind of water feature or plants in bedroom. Those go into yeah, other parts of the house, but none of that. Mm -hmm. um, does she have anything like ADHD or anything like that? No. no? No. She just says um, things like, I think she's just got this kind of fear of being on her own in oh. a room. And so she's just like, and her bedroom is that place where obviously she's on her own. Did she, was she sharing a bedroom until when? a certain age? Was she sharing a bedroom? No. no? Interesting. So I, I will talk about it. So if you're listening to yeah. this and you've got a similar thing going on or you feel that there's something going on with one of your children, then it might be worth thinking about where the furniture is and just do a consultation with Tracy. Oh my God. Like I'm probably going to do that with her. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so I would just speak to you. <laughs> I, and you know what? Honestly, I would love to speak to your daughter too. Yeah. Because she, a lot of times I can get you more. Than, yeah, than exactly. I usually get that. more out of kids than the parents. Yeah, do. So, this is yeah. same, isn't it? If I work with children, oh, I absolutely. With that, yeah. They tell me the whole thing. Whereas yeah, yeah. Others like, well, she didn't tell me that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> she tells me so offended as a mother. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. I I love that. And 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 what's it for? It's that, you know we're good at what we do, right? And if you're listening to this, you're good at what you do. You've come from a place of you're brilliant at what you do. But you might not be brilliant at organizing your space. And so I'd like to invite you to really think about this because I love Tracy. I love her Aww. energy. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that she's so knowledgeable. She's been there, done it, worn the t-shirt many times. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great question, right? And so, you know, I could talk to her for another day. But yeah. I do need to, to close yeah, this we conversation. Do. <laughs> but Tracy, just say your website once more. So yeah. We can get hold of you. Sure. My website is missorganized.com. So it's M-I-S-S -S organized. And it's not an S within the organized. It's a, it's a Z. Because I know you guys do it differently out there. Mm -hmm. uh, misorganized with a Z uh, and a D at the end, dot com. Uh, also, I forgot to mention my book. I have a book. It's called If Clutter Could Talk, The Stories it's It Would Tell. Talk. I love that. Yeah. Mm. You can just find it on Amazon. I've got it um, in the Kindle version as well. Brilliant. And uh, it's basically a review. Of, it's, it's my client's stories, you know, without revealing yeah, their identity. Kind of just what it would be like going through an organizing process. You know, mm. with me, it's, I tell it through these stories. That's amazing. And what about a podcast? <laughs> you know I was, I was like as I was talking to you I was thinking oh my god wouldn't it be amazing if people could come on and tell their stories of yeah. how they've transformed not just with you but how they've transformed something in their house you know like they've said oh my god I did this and it was a really cool thing that I did or when I moved house I did this you know I do. Well, funny you should say that. Yes, I, I definitely want to start my own. I will start my own podcast. In fact, New Media Summit, I think while I was still in the summit, you know, mm -hmm. when I had a little break, I called GoDaddy and I bought the URLs for the show, my, my podcast See? show. See? So I, so I yeah. start, started it. Remember how I was telling you is that you just got to start. Yeah. That was my way of starting. Yeah. 
Brilliant. And what I've done since is I am trying to get this virtual coaching side of my business going because obviously I can't go into people's homes. And I've been wanting to do it for a long time anyways. And yeah, I want to reach more people across the world. I got a couple brave souls to allow me to do a closed purging session with them live and and then record it. And I'm actually going to have a watch party on my Facebook page at Miss Organized San Diego on uh, this Thursday at 11 a.m. This is the first time I'm going to do a watch party. Sure. But yeah, no, yeah no, it's no. you, you actually get to see somebody go through the process. It's like I'm in her yeah. home with her yeah. as yeah. she's going through her clothes and watching her get rid of stuff. So it's, uh, and I put that on YouTube. I also have a YouTube channel, Misorganized. Wow. Uh, but that is the, again, the start of my, quite emotional. it is, you know, she, she didn't, she didn't, uh, you know, do any kind of crying emotional, but we definitely yeah. identified, mm. you know, with pretty much everything she was getting rid of, that there was a strong memorabilia you know, like, oh, I wore this, you know, on my wedding day, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, just a little update on her. I told her, uh, I, I used my let loose strategy on her, which is, I don't know how much more time we have. I know we need to wrap it up, but let loose is basically where you uh, take something out of the spot that it's in yeah. mm-hmm. and you move it someplace else. You don't have to get rid of it, yeah. but you just got to get it out of your valuable real estate and yeah. it will start to switch your thinking and then you'll be able to let it go you know, yeah. easier. Mm-hmm. I just checked in with her the other day and she goes, you know, it's so strange because I took those things out of my closet and now I just want them completely out of my house. Yes. Which she's been holding on to them for 20 years and couldn't get rid of them. See, I did that with a candlestick that I was given from um, somebody who died. Somebody passed over. He was really young. In fact, he's my spiritual awakening story. So if people oh. want to go to episode one, they can hear my spiritual awakening story. But essentially he died and he gave me that as amongst the other few other things as well. He was really young, he was 34. This frog candlestick, right, which was really not pretty at all. It was metal. And I did exactly that years ago. I put it, instead of it being out, I put it in a cupboard, in a, in a closet, and I, I shut the door on it. So I never saw it, so I didn't see it. So every, every time I looked at that thing, I didn't see that. And eventually, I was just able to put it in the charity because I thought somebody else will love it. Somebody likes frogs, right? Somebody will like frogs. And so, you know, it went to the charity. And it's almost like what you're saying, Tracy, is just take one thing that someone may have given you. And it could have been someone who's passed over. And often people hold on to things like that. Yeah. Don't they? Because it's like, I've got to hold on to that because that is the person. But of course, it's not the person. So it's just a bit of something that they have. Let me tell you something. And when they do hold on to it, nine times out of 10, they're holding on to it because of guilt. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, it's a guilt. When I have that conversation with people, basically what comes out of that is guilt. And that's a low vibrational energy. That's just almost as bad as hate. And I talk about it like um, in food, like so guilt, shame, fear is like curry in breakfast, lunch and dinner. (laughs) <laughs> right? and we all like curry right but we don't want it for breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> yeah. but if we have um love and acceptance and freedom and abundance it's like fruit vegetables steamed fish whatever imagine putting that in your body so right. i think of it like that interesting so if you imagine it like that like an analogy it's like oh my god do i really want to have that thing in my house I love that. because it's bringing me down yeah yeah that's because I trained as a naturopath many years ago. So food is like, you know, I can like look at food and do it like that. I love that. No, that's a perfect analogy. Yeah. So if you yeah, imagine you're eating that the whole time, you're eating yeah. that vibration. Right. That's awesome. I love that. I'll use yeah. that. 
Tracy, thank you so much. Oh my God, I can't wait to like, this is going to download, it's going to go out on all my social media. So thanks so much for listening. I've had such a great time on this podcast. I've loved interviewing Tracy. And if you want to hear my spiritual awakening story, as I said before, go to episode one of The Spiritual Awakener. And if you have a story you want to share with me and my listeners, a turning point, a spiritual awakening, something that you feel has really opened up the doors for you to be who you are in the world, I want to hear from you. And you can find me at susankennard.co.uk. So thank you so much for listening to The Spiritual Awakener. Thanks for listening to The Spiritual Awakener and being a part of our conversation. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get great information at susankennard.co.uk.